and welcome to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner, and this is my podcast, where every week we come up with a new playlist for an event, an occasion, a life milestone. Um, always with me and a special guest. And today's special guest is comedian Kara Clank. Hello, Eliza. Thank Hi. you for having me. Thank you for doing it. How are you? Good. You have a good radio voice. Mm, thank you. Mm. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm cruising down the coast. Yeah, we are cruising down the coast, and uh, we've got a request <laughs> and dedication to Sarah from Josh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Baby, take me back. <laughs> right? It's perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. One time I did a voiceover for an award show, but it was really like specific video game. You have to know how video games are built, like coding mm-hmm. award show. So it was a lot of like, like um, and best motion capture. Nominees are. You know, <laughs> um, anywho, today we're making up a playlist for house music, pre-show house music for a Comedy show in 2008. Yes, which happens to be the year that I started doing stand up. Mm-hmm. So, where did you start? I started doing stand up in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, I started doing uh, the devil's work, which are called bringer shows. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know. If you don't know, bringer shows are <laughs> a promoter. Tells you that they are a promoter for a cool club. Usually, they just somehow wrangled a a time slot at a cool club. Yeah, it's usually four o'clock on a Saturday (laughs) afternoon. Yeah, and they'll contact young comics and be like, "Hey, yeah, I'm a promoter. I'd love to have you do my show. You just have to make sure twelve of your friends show up, and that's it. Um, And if you don't, you buy the tickets. Okay. And when you're first starting out, if you don't, you don't perform. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. And if you don't know any better when you're first starting out, because you don't know a lot of comics yeah you don't know who to ask you think this is how everybody does it right it's, i knew nobody it's not how it is how a lot of people end up doing it i did one by mistake and <laughs> i had already been doing comedy i'd already been doing improv for a long time mm-hmm. so I, I felt like i had paid dues and i was not down for any more of that kind of do yeah, yeah i was down for like learning how to get better but like that kind of uh, foolishness no thank you yeah um and i was like never again i'm not doing one of those i didn't know because i was like they were all at all the big clubs. Exactly. And I was like, oh, this is how I get moved up. Exactly. At these clubs. They're going to, the booker's obviously going to come to this 4 p.m. bringer <laughs> show on a Saturday. It's like a brunch show. Yeah. And uh, this is how I'm going to really kill it. But luckily, after like three months, I was out of that scene and because I started doing mics and meeting people that were like, oh, come do my show. Like, you're really good. And I was like, oh, thanks. Um, how many people do I have to bring? And they'd be like, <laughs> none, you weirdo. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I get it's a it. Real show. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I started running a show in 2009, like a year after I started that, and we had house music every week. It was like our iPods and our phones. See, I hate house music. Every time I do a show, they're always like, hey, what do you want us to play for house music? And I immediately go limp. I'm like, uh, anything. Oh, that's like never <laughs> even been asked of me. Oh, gosh. Yeah. They, we I used s- to just like play, like if Eminem had a new album, we'd be like, okay, we're playing that. We would just like put on whatever people were like, you know. Yeah. But I, I always do think with house music, like it should be stuff that it kind of feels like people just walked into like a party. Yeah. You know, you want it to feel like yeah, fun you want it, you and want not it- like... Yeah, exciting, right. high energy. Yeah. You can maybe dip it for a little while. Right. You can be like, hey, you know what? We got some time before this show. <laughs> you guys talk. Have some fun. Totally. But then you got to bring it back up again. Yeah. Yeah. You don't we want them to be like, you know what? Maybe I will do another beer before the show starts. Yeah. Like, we want them drunk and ready. <laughs> yeah. And you did you start was uh, the sh- if you build it, your first show? Yeah, that was a show that um, a couple other guys had started and then they kind of brought me in when one moved to L.A. and then the other one ended up moving to L.A. and so I ran it for two years at a hookah bar and now for six years it's been at the UCB East in oh, New I didn't York. know it started someplace else. Oh, it started UCB. at a place called Karma Lounge, a bar, a hookah bar where you could smoke cigarettes. Oh. And I didn't even smoke cigarettes at the time and... So I just is- had to take a full shower every weekend after oh. my shows because you smell it smells so bad. But the kind of amazing thing about it is like it can be hard to get people into places in New York, but at a place like that that offers a service that not, is not being offered by other bars, yep. there's always people. And so I'd be like, hey, I know you're up here ripping butts and having a good time, but you could come downstairs and watch a free comedy show and do the same thing. And they would always come down. We always had like a pretty full house, oh, but it was good. disgusting. And I would have to like tell my friends that were super uppity about smoking. I'd be like, guys, <laughs> not this one. <laughs> yeah. my One of my first jobs was at a, at a bar that had um, a fondue bar that was like they didn't have a real liquor license, but they would bend the rules on that. Also, they did some weird stuff with taxes. Um, 
but so they, I would have to make mixed drinks with shoju instead oh, yeah. of uh, yeah. real liquor. And everyone hated that, but they could smoke. And yeah, I would have to, you'd just have to get everything cleaned at the end of the night. Yeah. Um, I had, there was another guy who worked there who would like Febreze his oh. jacket. And I was like, is that a good idea or the saddest thing? Yeah, no. Febreze doesn't. It's good for small jobs. You yeah. really need to wash all of your clothes and your body yeah. after you spend like hours in an enclosed windowless smoke tank. Yeah. Yeah, don't miss those days. But yeah. But that was like the only time we used to really like run house music. And then once I started running shows at the UCBs, they they, they do their own thing. Yeah. But so this was like a fun exercise for me because I was like, oh yeah, this was back when I used to actually sort of pick playlists for this kind of thing. Yeah. Well, let's get into the playlist. Yeah. All right. So everybody imagine so we'll go back. that you're walking into a show in 2008. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're like, I don't know, maybe just out of school. Maybe you're, maybe you're, you're, you're a young professional, um, you know, nine years younger than you are today. Fresh faced. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, and we'll go back and forth picking songs um, to compile the list. So the first pick is mine. The first song on our playlist is New Kids on the Block, Summertime. Hell yeah. Do you remember I should I rewind to that summer when you caught my eye? I played it cool all right, we get it. We get it, right? Uh-huh. You guys remember this song? This was when new kids were coming back. This was their big comeback. Yeah. And this was in 2008. And I felt like I, you, yeah, I felt like I had discovered it that like people didn't know about it. Like it was an indie <laughs> underground track. It wasn't that. It was just no one else liked it. Oh my God. But I was like, this rocks. This oh, song I thought jams. it was great. I thought it was great. And um, um, also, Soft Spot, my first concert. Was New, New Kids, Kids on the Block? Yeah. Wow. Third grade. Fourth wow. grade. Yeah. You started going young. Fourth grade. A friend invited me and her mom was taking her. So my parents were like, that's fine. Man, I feel like in fourth grade, if somebody invited me to a concert, I would have lost my mind and then gotten so anxious about it, not been able to go. <laughs> or like wet my pants or something. I, we, I, I would have been like, like, I'm such a teen. I was like scandalized because like, was Donnie was the bad boy? Yes. And he like, I remember, because you know you're watching most of it on like a screen because you're kind of yeah. far away. He picked his nose and wiped the booger on the camera that led to like the screen. What a bad boy! And I was like, uh, I don't know how to feel about this because that feels against the rules, but I'm also feeling like weirdly like he's the man of my dreams right now. Like, mm, yeah, yeah. We get shaped by the wrong moments, right. I think. <laughs> um, and also, my first concert was like fourth grade, and then the next one was eighth grade. Like, I mean, it was a five-year okay. gap between well, the next had, one, that's which a big was one to recover doctors. from. <laughs> Whoa. So, uh, I loved this song. And I love the music video because it starts off like they're all like they've all, all had amazing post New Kids on the Block lives where they're like on chartered planes and yachts and like in different places getting getting. I can't remember if they get texts or maybe beeps from each other <laughs> um, and are like, yo, time to get the band together. And oh my then, God, they get beeps like 911. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Call Donnie. Yeah, star 69. Um, and then they then they end up at this outside party together with all these young girls. And I always imagine, and they're, they're like, you know, one hand on the wall behind the girl talking to it. We're like singing at her. Yeah. And I always imagine like a bunch of 13 year olds just off camera being like, dad, stop. <laughs> God, I said, just pick me up. Don't come inside. <laughs> like they're for sure too old to be at that party. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought that song was great. And was that like, was that directly followed by the NKOTB BSB um, tour? tour and I cruise? Probably was. I wasn't that deep. Okay. I was never, cause I was always like, I'm too cool for boy bands. Yeah. I'm like, I'm really into like band bands where they have instruments. But then I would like secretly linger over their photos. Yeah. But they (laughs) dip in and out. They do have pretty faces. (laughs) I worked with on Drop the Mic. uh, We had a battle with uh, Joey Fatone and uh, Joey McIntyre. Oh, see, Joey McIntyre is like still gorge. Well, I I met him at the the improv one time. He walked past me. I, I had just done a set and I was sitting outside being like, was that good or was that not? Am I an idiot? And he walked past me to go to the bathroom and was like, hey, you were really funny. And I was like, Ugh. and then he came back and sat down next to me and was like, tell me about being, doing stand-up. You're so funny. How'd you, how'd you, how'd you get oh into my it? Gosh. And I was like, ah, well, Joey Mack is asking me this. I would have like, like, he was the closest one to my age. He was so young well, when he was in that. He's the Timberlake. Yeah. 
Totally. When I worked with them on Drop the Mic, I had the hardest time not just being like, I love summertime. <laughs> as though that would make me stand out like, whoa, you like the you like the deep cuts, huh? <laughs> you like our indie tracks. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I for sure would have thrown this in. Probably started off with it because it would have just been for the first comers, maybe nobody in the house would except you, me. Would you put that on any time of year or just summertime? <sighs> I think any time of year, because I think it's one of those summer songs that evokes the feeling of summer, yeah, even like, when it's not. It's like February, and you're like, I love this song. Yeah, and I it's also go to the beach. It's like wistful because I feel like they're remembering their past summers. So even if it's like January, you're like remembering, oh yeah, yeah summertime, as opposed to Will Smith's summertime. Summertime. I should say Fresh Prince. I believe he was still exactly. recording he was as Fresh Prince fresh at that and time. DJ Jazzy Jeff at the time, which I feel like if you hear it another time, you're mad it's not summer. Yeah. You feel betrayed. Because they are really painting a picture of barbecues and stuff that mm-hmm. you cannot do because yeah. you are freezing. Yeah, and basketball courts in the summer got girls there. Yeah. yeah. Um, we don't know where the girls are in the winter. No, probably they disappear. I think they studying. Hibernate. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I would have I played that. Nobody else would have been in the venue. But it would have been me, and I would have been like, I'm true to me. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and then it's my turn? Yeah. Okay, so the first one on my list, I put um, Paper Planes by M.I.A. Ooh. I mean. It's a good one. This is a great choice. And it builds. I fly like paper, get high like planes. If you catch me at the border, I got visas in my name. If you come around here. So, I think this is a great one. Yeah, this is one of those songs that makes people, it makes you feel cool when you listen to it. Yes. You're like, I get it. Yeah. Like, and, and, the, and the gunshot sounds? The gunshot sounds. Oh. I was like, maybe today, not the right choice, just because people are constantly afraid of being shot at every moment. Oh, yeah, for sure. But <laughs> I don't even... In I, 08, we were blissfully <laughs> yeah. not shot. <laughs> yeah, it was just occasionally schools. Yeah. yeah, right. Back then it was like you had to have a real bullying thing going on. Um, but uh, I love this song. I thought M.I.A. was like so cool and like nobody I'd ever really like heard of. And this was, to me, I know she'd been around because I'd heard other friends like really listening to her, but this was, I think, her first big sort of mainstream hit. Breakout. From the Slumdog Millionaire soundtrack as mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. Um, which was a huge Another hit that breakout. year. Yeah, Dove Patel. Um, and yeah, I was like, this is the, because I do like garbage pop music mostly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this will be like a song that makes me like, redeems me a little bit. So I'm not like a 15 year old girl, you so know? Right off the bat, you are way cooler than me though. It's <laughs> like when I tried to redeem myself, it's with new kids. <laughs> and you redeem yourself with a for real cool song. <laughs> I love that song. And yeah, I just was like, okay, I can pick a couple like cool, cool ones that aren't like, just full Beyonce or Fergie or Pink, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, the the triumvirate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. you know the tr- the holy trinity of yeah. garbage pop. I went to I went to a, a friend's thirtieth birthday party the that year, and he played that, and I remember thinking like, "This is the coolest. <laughs> this is the coolest moment of my life." I'm hanging with these cool people who know cool music and this song. It's never going to get any better. It's never going to get any better. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, 2008. Thank you for bringing us MIA. Um, And then since then, she just kind of is like, fuck the man and doesn't give a shit. Right. I feel like she was always like, fuck the man, I don't give a shit. Yeah, but she didn't she, she did something like sort of offensive one time. Not like to I me mean, offensive, but like a, she gives the finger. Yeah, a lot. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she did it at the Super Bowl. That's what that it was. was it. That's what mm-hmm. I'm thinking of. Man, people are way too precious about those halftime shows. Oh my God. Did you know that like okay, I didn't even see the Super Bowl with Janet and Justin. Yeah. You, but you saw the clip. Okay, but I saw the clip, but I didn't realize, like, until maybe a couple years ago, like, there's a star over her nipple the entire time, oh, yeah, right? She's got we a, don't even see nipple. She's got jewelry. It's like yeah. a sun with, like, a a, 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 th- a line, th- a thing through it yeah. that holds it on. Yeah. It's obviously a I thought a it was remo- full tit because I never no, saw it. It's obviously, like, a removable flap. Yeah. Meant to be removed and exposed that. The, Timberlake was a real coward on that one. Yeah. I, I, I gotta say, to be like, oh, I don't know. Uh, it wasn't me. But I mean, that's like as much tit as you see in like a shower gel commercial. Like yeah. that's just, it was, that's not, I don't know. 
Yeah. We're so puritanical you, about that kind of crap. Yeah. It, it, it's uh, it's pretty ridiculous. But you know, you know, the first big halftime show I remember as a kid was the um, Michael Jackson one, where he appeared on different parts of the stadium. <gasps> I don't think I remember seeing that. Yeah, he. There, it was like whatever song it was then. I guess it was probably History. Yeah. Um, and or like remember the time, black and white. Yeah. yeah, probably black and white. There was like an explosion at the top of one of the bleachers, and uh. Of like fireworks, and then this Michael Jackson familiar. pops out, standing on the top edge of the stadium, and then across the stadium, another one, and there he appears over there, and then another one, another one, and, and there's like five Michael Jacksons, and you're like, he's a wizard, and then you're like, oh wait, no, those aren't real. Oh, um, so where was got the like, real one? He got a, on stage, then he like oh, and then he like stage. comes exploded to the stage. Yeah. Oh my god, so that's they just a had really Michael Jackson idea. impersonators all over. There's plenty. Great use for them. Yeah, you know, because they they usually don't come in that handy. That's a high for them. They're not getting. Their life's not getting better yeah. than halftime show. Um, next song. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking it back. Yeah. To my uncoolness. Okay. But it, you still got to keep it hyped. Uh-huh. Katy Perry, Hot and Cold. Okay. Oh, yeah. I would know like a bitch. Yeah, so dirty. No, I wanted to deny the listeners <laughs> the full release of yeah, the then chorus. They, they have to go and look it up and listen to it yeah. to get it out of their head. Yeah, um, yeah. Hot and cold uh, was that. This was the next release after uh, I kissed a girl. Yeah, because I was going to say when I was looking up, sort of just to jog my memory, like okay, what were the big songs that year? Kissed a girl was like on every list. Yeah, and I didn't want to pick that because I didn't love that song, but I liked this one. Yeah, me too. This was yeah. the one that I was like, "What? Who is she?" And also, again, the music video. She it was like r- like running around in like a like a shorts jumpsuit sort of yeah um, wedding dress thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. She's punk rock. Yeah, um, which we found out no, she is not at all. Um, but this she was new to all of us. Well, I sort of discovered Katy Perry in 07. I don't what? I don't want to I don't want to act like I. But I this read is a, like me and John Mayer. I read. <laughs> I read a little blog called PerezHilton.com pretty religiously. Back when I think he was, enough people were reading him. I didn't discover him, but I think I was in like the beta listeners of his, or Mm -hmm. like readers of his, of his blog. And he discovered her somehow. I think he had some kind of friendship with her. And so he had a a version of Waking Up in Vegas that he put on his website that I was obsessed with. I thought it was such Mm. a fun song. And it was maybe four, three years before that even got released as a song. Um, and I was like, this is such a fun song. It's like, you know, about getting wasted and waking up in Vegas. What a fun. And she had like more of a gritty kind of like thing to her voice. Oh, like, well, she comes from Christian folk. Right. I do so, know that about so her. So that was probably part of that folk transition into pop. And she's an original blonde, one of the rare blonde I two know. brunettes. I used to do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm more like light brown hair, but uh, I, I dyed my hair black for the longest time. And what sucks is that when you're when it's growing out and the roots are growing out, the roots are like close to your skin color. So your part just looks humongous. <laughs> so it looks like your hair is thinning in a Ew, gross that's way. scary. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's uh, not a cool look. Yeah. It's only good the first week. But I remember thinking she was this new, cool, sort of like almost rock pop girl because of that Waking Up in Vegas version that I literally only could find on. I remember I tried to find it on like LimeWire, like on the, Ooh, the LimeWire. those like down, illegal download sites for Macs. Um, mm-hmm. And... Uh, I couldn't find it. And then she blew up with I Kissed a Girl. And I was like, oh, this isn't what I thought yeah. she was going to be. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. I also loved Taylor Swift's Teardrops in My Guitar when it was a country song before she became who she is now. <laughs> I mean, she's just committed at every... I feel like she, even more than Madonna almost, commits to each era of her career as though like nothing else has ever happened like what are you talking yeah. about i'm not country like what yeah yeah, yeah. Come well on. she's still got one foot in country enough that she could not speak up about the election oh <laughs> shots <Yeah>. fired mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah i feel like at this point i was i, I think we were all mourning britney uh, yes and the madness oh god yeah oh eight was yeah because oh seven tough britney times well, oh seven was the real tough time yeah so oh, eight, eight, womanizer came out and yeah, we were she like, like she's back well yeah and so did um 
uh, Gimme More. Oof, remember the Gimme More yeah, performance? Oh, God, I do. Yeah. I was heavy into gossip blogs at that time because I had like a... Everyone was. I had a creative job, but it was, it was a desk job, and I would just scroll them. Like, there used to be something called Google Reader, RIP, mm-hmm. where you could just blink all your blogs and just read posts like in a mm-hmm. continuous scroll till you died. And I was deep. So I saw everything that had to do with Britney, Lindsay, Paris. Yep, yep. And they were all... They were... They were Creating a lot of content for it too. Yeah, um, yeah. They and now people think all these sites have uh, gotten rid of so much of their um, writing staff to commit to doing videos. But it's been proven that people prefer to read. Yeah, online they because I can't skip around in a video like my eyes can skip around in a well. The other thing article. is Twitter and, and Instagram. It's like I a lot of those blogs now are just copying an Instagram and yeah. putting it. I think Perez Hilton is garbage because he takes other oh, people's videos bad. and puts them on in his player. Yeah. He's like, a, he's, just embed them, you asshole. Like, yeah. you're taking money away from people. He has done lots of bad things. Yeah. But, but that was back when he was just sitting at a coffee bean. Totally. And that he didn't was, have the power to do anything yeah. really bad. And I was like, this is fun. He's teaching me about this new per- like person I never, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but that was uh, the good early, early Katy Perry. Yes, an, an early Katy Perry. Okay, now this one is going to be the most mainstream, but... Okay, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. This is uh, Single Ladies by Beyonce. Oh, wow. <laughs> We know it. We know it. I love this song because I love the video so much. This is my least favorite Beyonce song. I know, but okay, I understand that. And that is totally fine. I actually don't even get that excited when I hear it anymore. I was trying to time travel to 08. When it first came out, I thought it was the coolest fucking song. And I thought the video was so awesome. One take, all that dancing, so stripped down and cool. I thought it was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Cool video. The video is honestly, that's like where my heart is. Yeah. Truly like at a bar, I'd hear it and be like, cool. But I wouldn't be like, two people, back me up. We're doing the dance. You know, like it wasn't. Yeah. There are other other Beyonce songs that... that, uh, grabbed me way more like ego for me it was ego I don't even think I know that that's got a great video too she's got a bit curly wig and mm. she got two dancers um, and the song is about Jay-Z's dick so, oh yeah. okay um, he got a big ego such a big ego it's too big it's too wide it's too much it can't fit his big <laughs> ego yeah wow we um, get it <laughs> yeah but single ladies it's just grating on me also because it, I mean I love it, your choice. It, it has to be on this It blew list. up so for a, much. For a, for a, a pre-show playlist, it's got to be on it. Yeah. But, You're going to have bachelorette parties. You're going to have girls' nights. You're gonna but like, for me, this is when I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Because yeah. <laughs> you heard it so often. Yeah, and it was it's too so, much. And, it's, and it gets kind of monotonous. There's just the one breakdown, and that's, yeah, you're right. I'm not that kind of girl. And also, the message of it. Like, if you like it, then you should have put a ring on. No, you know what? If you like it, then oh. you should have bought a cruise with me. Yeah. You know, this how about also... that? If you like it, then you should have explored the pyramids with me. Let's go on adventures. Oh. I don't need that ring. Philosophically, I am against this song. <laughs> I am married, and I did not ask. For, I specifically asked to not have an engagement ring. Oh, really? I don't have an engagement did ring. Did you get something else instead? He gave me a little necklace. Oh, that's nice. That was... One seventy fifth the cost of a, of a, but I yeah, love right. it, and I when I wear it, it reminds me of the night that he asked me. Yeah. But I wasn't like, hey, you need to spend a ton of money you don't it's have so that weird. we could use to travel on this. Look, and this was before Adam ruins everything, but Adam and I had spoken about it, and I was like, I was like, it's garbage. I don't want a ring when we get engaged. And he was like, yeah, the De Beers thing. Like, I mean, there's a million reasons to not do it. It's so dumb. When I got engaged, uh, I did want a ring. But just to have it be like different than the conversations we had had about right. getting married to be like, now I really mean it. Right. There's a ring. Um, but then, yeah, it, I do stand up about this, that it did feel like fire as soon as it went on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> like it felt like a, like like being tagged. Yeah. Like, and I like wear cattle. a wedding ring because he wears one. We have well, matching that's rings. That's, that's like these are the symbol of us together. Like, but just me having it. If he was going to get me like a whatever 
people spend four thousand, ten thousand dollar ring or something like that. Like, what am I getting him? Like, I've just always been more equal. Like, I know a couple that uh, instead of getting rings, like got each other like uh, like a, a big screen TV and maybe a car or like something for yeah, the car. We went on were, like, a we good both, honeymoon. <laughs> we both get those things. Then, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, it's for our shared life together. Totally, that makes more sense to me. So, how about that, Beyonce? Uh, if you like it, then you should have bought a big screen TV. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> If you if you like it, then you should have had a conversation about how it affects both of you and um, <laughs> and made plans for how it was going to work egalitarian. <laughs> um, but I just I will say like when it first came out, I was like hook, line, and sinker into that song. But then yeah, ninety baby videos of a child dancing uh, to it in front of the like uh, the TV. Later, I was uh, like, okay, I'm done with this song. Yeah, but. In the time machine. I loved it. What's your next one? Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, no. We're not going to agree on them all. Of course. And I I fully do agree with you, like what you think about it. But I also need to go listen to to this dick song by Beyonce because I don't know it. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, My next one, I think I did. Every time I did have to actually make a playlist, um, I would put this on. It's uh, Tribe Called Quest, Everything is Fair. Everything is fair when you're living in the city. This is a great pre-show song. Mm-hmm. See, this is really fun. The beat kicks in. Yes, I've never heard this song. Oh, really? That's sad. I'm a loot. Like I'm a door. I don't. Yeah, this I'm song so is. Uh, uh, this is from. Um, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name of the album. Uh Yes, of course. It's from the Low End Theory, which is always on my Desert Island Discs pick, which is why it's so strange. Uh, Low End Theory, was, which for me was like one of my first I'm Cool albums. Uh-huh. Um, Definitely, because I, I, I only know the Tribe Called Quest songs that are super popular. Yeah, that one I got into. Well, so Scenario is off that album. Okay. Um, I know that one. And this I heard uh, when I was in middle school and went to a, um, I went to a Latin convention. <laughs> Whoa, um, stop bragging. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I was a big nerd. I'd already skipped one grade at this point, so I was a little bit younger than everybody. <laughs> and I went to a Latin convention, and there was, like, a cool older te- teen kid. Who, like, we had one Latin teacher who, like, taught at a bunch of different schools. And so his group had, like, middle schoolers and high schoolers from, like, different schools. Mm-hmm. And uh, this cool teen who had driven himself to the Latin convention. Oh my God. Yeah, he didn't have to take the bus. That is... Somehow he decided that like I was the I was cool enough to hang out with and he let me sit in the back of his car like with the hat that the back popped, sit in the hatchback yeah. and listen to the song and I was like, I am so cool. And it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't creepy. Like I, I distinctly also remember at other points in the convention like sitting next to him having a soda and him being like, move away, you're making me look taken. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm making you look like you're babysitting. <laughs> um... But it, he, uh, uh, yeah, I was just like, what is this? This is so cool. And like, I hadn't heard sampling like that of like, yeah. like older songs. It, um, yeah, it was, uh, so I, I really like it. And it's not one of the singles from the, the album. It's not one of the tracks that have been overused in people's minds. So I feel like yeah. when you hear that in a playlist, you're like, hmm, what is this? Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You just have those like those like so pinpointed memories of like when you felt so cool mm-hmm. and if there's like a song attached to it. Like when I was I was in a um community theater production of The Wizard of Oz. Again, rife for feeling cool. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, already pretty riding high. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. no. Uh who uh what was your role? In uh this? well, it was all ages, mm-hmm. so it was like well, so it was basically ages like five to eighteen. So, like Dorothy was like an eighteen-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. I was a um, member of the town of Oz, and I was a dancing poppy flower. Oh my god, I was both of those things too. <laughs> but I had a couple lines. Oh, I I didn't. I was like two. When I, I say a couple, I truly mean two. Um, I think I was like eleven or twelve, and my best friend and I were both in it, but she was shorter than me, and so she was in the children's chorus, and I was in the adult chorus. I was the only kid in the adult chorus. So I played both. I I was a singing poppy. I was an Emerald City... Emerald City person. And like my line was like, to the wizard! Like (laughs) I also got to be a flying monkey. Ooh! You were probably light. I think I was just small. Yeah. (laughs) They hired a, uh, a cheerleader and like Tumblr, like gymnastics lady to be the head 
uh, head Ooh, flying monkey. The head monkey. Yeah, yeah. And she would like jump around and we all just swung in on ropes and we're like, hey. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. yeah, it was like so much more serious than my middle school productions had been. So I was like so obsessed with it. But I became friends with like, as I was 12 and I became friends with 16 year olds there mm-hmm. and they would like drive me places. And I was like, I am the coolest person that's ever existed. <laughs> no one is cooler than me. And I'm literally trying to think of like a song we might have listened to that would like, be like an equivalent thing but I can't probably yeah. just us Black rehearsing <laughs> yeah really um but yeah those those moments of like well never gonna get cooler than this yeah They're yeah the my parents don't know I'm listening to this music right yeah <laughs> totally oh man all what? right should I go, go into yep. my next one okay yeah, what do you got so this was okay the next song I have is a band that was very big at the time, and I'm sort of surprised to see their music still on tons of TV commercials, but they are not really doing anything, it doesn't seem. Uh, the next song I have is That's Not My Name by the Ting Tings. Oh. It takes a minute to get to the... <laughs> oh, we know. You know it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that was like... I remember listening to this band so much when they first came out. Like all of their stuff, not just this song? Like three like three or four other wow. songs. Because they haven't... They have... The, uh, besides That's Not My Name, they have Shut Up and Let Me Go. That's like, shut up and let me go. Hey, I'm not fit. It's like on commercials. Like I still see them on commercials like today, their music. And then I'm like, oh, maybe they just got a ton of money from like T-Mobile commercials and they're just like not making music anymore. Or maybe they're performing. That's not performing, what music is about. Maybe they're performing all around Germany and I have no idea. Like yeah. it's like I, I'm not keeping tabs. I don't have a Google alert for the Ting Tings. <laughs> but I thought they were fun. I thought they had like a different sound. And um, another, another like... I think this will be kind of cool to play pre-show, yeah. <laughs> like in between my Mariah Carey jams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that song, I remember being like, wait, that the, the lyrics can't be what I think they are because they're totally inane. And then when I found out that they were, I was like, oh, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. That's not my name. Yeah. 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 It's not Stacy. No. What? That's not my name. <laughs> uh, yeah. I really like this song. This, I can't, this, this is surprising to me that it's that old. Oh, Yeah. I, I even, yeah, oh, I think a, f- a friend of mine in New York got me into them, and I, I like, <laughs> probably on a mix. Uh, do you guys, anyone remember mixes? Mm. Um, uh, like, on a, like on a CD, like a CD uh, mix? Yeah, like a CD mix. Yeah, on the yeah. disc man. Yeah. Skipping. On my stereo that Skipping I only got rid of when I left New York. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a, I had a component. I had... You know the component stereo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I had a receiver. Those are cool though. Well, that's the thing. I was like, this is cool. It's always going to be cool. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, build, I'm building my collection That's now. Like, I, got I had a receiver. an Iowa stereo and, I won at my post prom that I kept for ten years. Well, no, the, <laughs> I had a receiver that I kept for as long and would like plug discmans into it. Was it was so stupid? I didn't need it. You don't need that. You can get a Beats like yeah, like just a, 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 a pill. Yeah, a pill or like they, they have like knockoff versions for you know twenty bucks. Yeah, you don't need any of that. And stuff just anymore. plug a discman in. Yeah. Wait, that's like a or, well, great now idea. You don't, now you probably wouldn't plug a discman into it. You would just like but stream, you, could. you could Bluetooth to it. Yeah, you could. They have. They usually have aux inputs. Yeah, because I still have all my CDs. There you go. Get that disc man. I have a black case logic book. Wow. Build. I used. To, I had like, the, I had like a, a those big binder. Yeah, ones. yeah. The case logic like the yeah. book that yeah. like it, I think I right? had three of them. I had more, but I I consolidated down to like one of cannot get rid of these CDs. You know, oh. Bed of Roses soundtrack yeah. stuff like that that you just can't yeah. part with. Um, Let me down <laughs> in a bed of roses. Yeah, I uh, I lost mine in the uh, in the not a divorce and the in the breaking up of the. Uh, <laughs> you just the had like took, aforementioned <laughs> engagement. <laughs> you just took what you had and ran. Well, I had already I was already in L. A. and oh. uh, and I was like, do I go back to get my stuff and, and he was like, like he's gonna fedex you a no. 75 pound book of CDs. no he did not want to do any of that stuff I, so I got his sister to move out the things that i could remember to ask for and the rest i think just like ended up on a curb 
Yeah. All those CDs? Yeah, probably I actually all the CDs. still have a Case Logic box of tapes too. But wow. those are all mixes like from friends that I that are like nostalgic. Like I don't yeah. want to get rid of them cuz I love them. Yeah, I, I have no way of playing them. Can't believe all those uh that that Real Big Fish album and all those John Mayer uh, bootlegs <laughs> are out on the, <laughs> on the street someplace. Oh, I had a really great like bootleg of a Dave Matthews song and now I can't find it anywhere oh, else, you guys. No. <laughs> How will you ever hear crash into me again? Yeah, well, that's what it was. It, it was, was it was a crash into me, but it was like remixed with like scratch music. Oh, it was and cool. I like loved it. Was like, it. I was like, egg. oh my God, they made this like a cool house party song. No, they didn't. <laughs> they no, they didn't. didn't. <laughs> they didn't, but when I was a freshman in college, they sure as shit did. Um but yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, so I don't know how we got from Ting Tings to Case Logic, but I love it. <laughs> I like the journey we've been on. Yeah. Um Yeah, but they also were like they they just seem like uh like I don't know, like uh, European ladies with bangs. Yes, they is are. Is that a genre of music? Yes. I feel like it, people they, know They what honestly that have is. like an atomic blonde type of look to yeah. them, you yeah. know, and I don't even know what their nationality is. From the sound of their singing, it sounds like they're from like Manchester or like somewhere <laughs> in like, you know, England. Yeah. I but don't know. that's I, not London. I associate Manchester music more with like punk be, and stuff. Well, kind of being sad. <laughs> well, they are sad that somebody doesn't know their name. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't associate with a bounciness. And pe- people are probably gonna be upset about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm don't talking, at me. <laughs> yeah, don't at me. I'm talking more Joy Division than New Order. Okay, does that make people happy? Um, next song, uh, we're taking it way into the mainstream <laughs> with Usher's "Love in This Club." Oh, was a possibility for me. Oh, oh, okay. So we got the extended intro on this. I guess this is a uh, this is from the video. He like he comes into this ghost club. Yes. It's empty. Where's everybody? There's nobody in the ghost club. <laughs> oh, this must be after an apocalypse. I think he got off a motorcycle also. I think he got off like a, a, a post-apocalyptic motorcycle. It's very like I am legend. Yeah. And he's like looking around this dusty old spider webby club. Like, hmm, maybe something, maybe there is something to this There's place. There's a magic bottle of crystal that once oh, you pff. pop it, this becomes, <laughs> they, a, yeah. this becomes filled yeah. with people. Oh, did you say hello? hello? Yeah, see? He's, Usher, Usher. Is anybody I'm there? Here. I'm here, Usher. It's me. Where? Where, where buddy, <laughs> come on. Usher, you, follow the sound of my voice. You just, you, you, you gotta, <laughs> ghost. Oh, oh, that's the ghost. That's the sexy ghost. <laughs> she sounds hot. Yep, yep. She is the ghost of his every desire. I mean, this is part of, I think you could probably do a whole album of Usher songs that are proof that he loses his mind inside clubs. Like he is not to be trusted in a club. What we at, Polo? I see you, Ryan. Okay, you was right. We just get started. It's a great start, this song. Man, this is so fun. Searching for somebody that'll take you out and do you right. Okay, this and is- the good thing about having this as the song at the beginning of your comedy show is like, even if it's like in the back of like a shoe store, like yeah, after it's hours, a club now. it's a club now. It's a yeah. club. <laughs> you did it. Yep. Yeah. This song is uh, t- like so much of Usher's music, totally ridiculous. <laughs> um, and like not there. There's no metaphor. There's no innuendo. It's let us fuck inside of this club <laughs> that we're both at right now. It's not like, it, I, I love it. I yeah, love, it's not like I, our I, eyes are going to meet, we're going to exchange numbers. It's yeah. like, no, we are going to exchange fluids. Yeah. Like, and, we're fucking in this here, club. Here, <laughs> um, And it kind of in the same sense with the tingtings. Like, the, when I heard this, I was like, is it, he's really just saying this? <laughs> oh, come on, I love it. I love it so much. Um, That's so funny. And then, like, this instantly became my karaoke jam. I would sing it everywhere. Uh, I uh, and, and then there's the rap breakdown in the middle of it. I have a very specific memory tied to this song that involves comedy. Yeah. Because as I, in my aforementioned bringer shows, mm-hmm. you know, you would like become friends with a bunch of people who you just met at one of those and you got along so great one night and then you never saw them ever fucking again because yeah. they don't really do stand up. They just did it yes. once every six months. And, and they were so much fun and because they were drunker coworkers. than you knew that they yes. were. Yeah. And like, so I met a girl that, like who I remember did a joke about the lyrics to this, like she had a problem with like, you know, what are we, are we, are we going to have sex in this club usher? Like that was her whole joke. Yeah. Obviously she wasn't great. She never continued with it, but that was, that's always what I think of when I'm like, don't do jokes about dissecting song lyrics. Oh like, yeah, yeah. You know, cause like it's so hack. See, I, I, I always I, think of that. I do do some, I do some, but I if do. If you're good at it, you can do any joke. Aww, I'm just saying, thank you. I'm saying like, you know, for, 
don't be like, I don't know. Now I'm trying to fucking no, I think use of it, another I song. I use it as like an inter, like an intro bit, um, almost, almost as though I've riffed it. I would never put something like that out there as, yeah, just like this is a constructed bit and a tent post of my set. I looked up the lyrics to this song, and you know they're kind of crazy. Yeah, no, it's kind of weird. Like no. I just and, it, and they all have to be one things that are currently on the radio. Yeah, it can't be like, do you guys remember that one? Save that shit for Twitter. Oh and yeah. By the way, I put that all over Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm real into the hey, remember this song? Uh, Here's my what joke was about he it. Talking about in Gangnam Style, <laughs> I never yeah. understood any yeah. of it. Um, that's a that's a, a big Adam Conover. Uh, obsessive hit <laughs> oh a gagnum yeah. style yeah the, if you if you s- sing that to him he'll have to stop and uh, do the Roger dance rabbit style <laughs> yeah <laughs> good sing to along know the dance. everyone that is how you neutralize adam conover yeah yeah if you're, TV's, a, if you're adam at a q and a or a taping with them you just go ahead and shout out some gangnam style <laughs> go everything's gangnam style yep, he's got to dance <laughs> um yeah uh I, I and it also has the a's and the o's so, like, if you're karaokeing this, which I know that's not what this playlist is about, but, I mean, <laughs> it's always in the back of my mind. The crowd gets to A and O with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Club, Call and response. A, a. In this club. Oh. In this club. And the fact that he just say, says the same thing over, I, I want to make love to you in this club. Not like, yeah, girl, come on, do it. No. Love in this club, in this club, yeah. in this not club. like you're coming home with me tonight. It's we're not we're skipping that step. Yeah, we're going to a coat room. We're yeah. going to the cleaner of the two bathrooms. Yeah, probably female. And I can't. Or I should have looked up the exact lyrics to the rap, but they're, they're it, it's like on the table, on the floor, on, like on the couch. It, we're, it, I think that was the probably places. this girl's joke. This girl's joke was like, "Have you ever seen a club floor before, Usher?" Like you know, like yeah, he's not talking about so nice sex. Yeah, he's talking about gross club or fucking. like I've got a. I've got a green room at this club. I've got like a VIP room in the back that's just for me with a bed in it. Like oh, I don't want to have that kind of sex. No, I want to oh. have sex in the line for the bathroom at the club. <laughs> that's the kind of club fucking you do. You don't want like, oh, oh by God. the way, I've got a suite upstairs. Blech. Yeah, who does? Yeah. A suite upstairs. Mm. A murderer. Yeah. That's like some devil in the white city shit. That. There's a shoot out of that room <laughs> that leads to a pile of bodies. Devil in the white city shit. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, um, that's so yeah. funny. That is a great one. And thank honestly, you. truly was one of my considerations for tonight. So we, oh, thank we you. almost crossed paths. Okay. Um, uh, I was about to say keeping it in the R&B genre, but this is not remotely in the R&B genre. This is in the uh, rap I guess genre. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this song uh, dominated a lot of 2008, and I would like you to please play "Crank That Soldier Boy" by Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Oh. <laughs> I got the new damn for y'all called a Soldier Boy. That's some hot xylophone work. Got a punch, then crank back three times from left to right. Uh, Are you ready? Soldier Boy, I'm in it. Oh. Why me crank it? Why me roll? Why me crank that Soldier Boy? That Superman? That oh. Oh. Why me? It's pretty much just more of that. So, <laughs> so this is still you, the, the energy in the room is still up, but it's not frantic. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a relaxed, yeah, like energetic. Yeah, kind of moving their shoulders. Like you should take a your seats bit. now. You yeah. guys should you guys should start sitting down. Don't yeah. don't mill around as much. The totally. show's going to start pretty soon. Totally. Mm-hmm. And wow, remember this? We thought Soldier Boy would never go away. <laughs> <laughs> and where he been? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I haven't checked. I should have Googled it before I came on. But um, I just remember this song being such a huge phenomenon. And all these kids were like doing dances to it in their classrooms. And it is fully detailing humiliating sex Is shit. it? Oh, yes. Yeah, Supermanning. What is it? Tell uh, me what it means. Okay, like, so what I learned on probably fucking Urban Dictionary or something gross uh-huh. is that supermanning is when you are having sex with a girl from behind, you pull out, come on her back, and then slap the sheet on her back so it's like she's wearing a cape. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm so sorry to Soldier change the boy, song why? for you forever, Eliza. Why? I know I this like was your ringtone those... up until today. <laughs> <laughs> all of those um, sex moves are that have like fun names oh. always sound like they were definitely made up by a 12 year old who's never had sex yes like they're always like you take your dick and you wrap it around your leg and stick it up your own butthole like that stuff <laughs> yeah. cannot happen what are you talking yeah, like about after you're, you're when you're about to come you just spray the cum everywhere in a message on the wall <laughs> like it's... yeah you put the whole alphabet up it's called stranger things yeah. <laughs> 
and and then you send her a message from the upside down. Then you say, "Get going, ho!" You write that like that's you message it to her. You turn her upside down. Um, Oh my god! (laughs) You turn her upside down. It's called the Stranger Things. That's so funny. Yeah, they're always like completely impossible. It's like you cut her hair and you make a mustache of it, and you go to the Diamond District. And you buy a blood diamond, and then you uh, you put it in a, a, a pudding and propose to her. Yeah, it. I don't it's know. called <laughs> diamonds are forever. Yep, um, that's so fu- that's so true. Like, yeah, I, I remember like that. Those were I honestly also think are kind of created to like humiliate girls and make them oh. feel like sex is going to be scary. Because yeah. I heard about a lot of those before I ever had sex and was like why is somebody going to pull out pubic hair and put a mustache on me? Like that's going to happen. Yeah, Or like like, wipe a shitty dick. Yeah. Like the the ones that involve feces. Who's that fun for? Yeah. Like hot Carl or whatever. It's like shit on my face. Like what? I don't even get those. I mean, it's literally, I've read some that are so disgusting that are clearly written by like boys at a sleepover. And it's (laughs) really just, we just played with Ouija boards. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I uh, made a little video. Let's make a commercial. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh, I'd made so many dumb videos. They were um, like hidden in the bowels of my house. I really and wish I'm I was really still worried had about them. where they're going to get out. I don't know where they are, like boxes. Uh, we found, my friend and I found one, fr- one, and I don't know, then it disappeared again, but it was definitely weird. We were playing VJs hosting an MTV parade and. I, she would talk and I would lip sync what she said and then I would talk and she would lip sync what I said. <laughs> I don't know why we did it that way. It was very weird. Anyway, back to the weird sex stuff. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's all pretty upsetting and dumb and I feel like it makes it sets you up for sex being scary and interesting when it's kind of like lis- sex is like listening to the same five songs over and over. Like you can listen to them in different rooms and like with different headsets on but it's those same songs. <laughs> like, yeah. you don't, there, there isn't, there, there's just not that many, like you can put this, you can make this touch that or this touch the other thing or this touch that. That's it. Yeah. Those are, those you are your You can touch options. that while you're jiggling that. Yeah, it's really just like yeah. a couple of, it's like Mexican food is really kind of yes. the same shit in just a bunch of different formations. Exactly. You know? Sex is the Taco Bell menu. Yes, totally. Ugh, we did it. Yeah. That's a book. We're writing that. <laughs> okay. Um, um, yeah. Uh, this song was the, also the first thing that I remember realizing like I was a grown up because the ki- this felt like a song that like all the kids got Uh-oh, better yeah. than I did. Yeah. And you were like, what? Yeah. I'm like, I think it's because of the dance moves that it came the with. Superman. Yeah. But it had like other moves, yeah. didn't it? And like same with um, people were making whip videos and, and putting them online. And he stuff. was Silento was the guy who was whipping Nene uh-huh. like late eight years later. And yeah. it was the same thing where we were like, well, we're Silento's the new star. And have you heard anything from si- he's been nope. weirdly Silento lately. Oh, wow. <laughs> Now that's what happens when you name yourself that. Oh, God. I'm knocking over. You can't really drop the mics in here. I'm just knocking them all <laughs> over. Um, yeah. Uh, that, it's a great pick. Yeah. Anyway, pick. I just thought that was I feel like you're, you're managing the crowd well with yeah. that pick. Um, and my my last pick um, is uh, Ludicrous Moneymaker. Oh, I love Ludicrous. Oh yeah, I'm getting ready for a comedy right. show. Something's gonna happen. Ready to laugh. This was um, this is it's it's great. It's got a big anticipatory start, and yeah. it really it gets people's attention. So again, if you haven't sat down by Soldier Boy, this is gonna be like. You, oh, some, this is this is like an audible flashing the lights. Yes, um, and uh, I love Ludacris. I think he's the funniest rapper. He's so great, and also I I like the hard shift he made. I feel like early in his career he was like terrible about women and just disgusting, and then he was like, oh wait, I want to be mainstream. I'm gonna take I'm gonna shift things up a little bit. Yeah, and then just like fully shifted just so he could sell more albums, um, which I like. I think that is savvy. Yeah, um, but he has such funny lyrics. So if you're in like a comedy show and you're hearing some ludicrous and you're laughing you're in the mood yeah exactly he's funny he's so funny i love yeah. i think his lyrics crack me up I'm you trying. like you like that uh, that baby breakdown in this song or no no in baby in no his, i his, don't um i don't know my when i was 13 i had my first love anybody else nobody that could ever come about um she had me going daily 
uh, I was starstruck. Uh, she had me. She uh, she woke me up daily. Don't need no Starbucks. Okay. I always remember that she woke me up daily. Don't need no Starbucks. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right, name checking Starbucks. Um, and also that's that's a that's a weird combo. Again, if you look at early Ludacris, and then are like, yeah, he should team up with a thirteen year old singing about puppy love in a bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> like you wouldn't have expected it. Well, he brought a uh, lady in the street, but a freak in the bed to prominence. Mm-hmm. So yeah, letting ladies be multifaceted. Yes. Yeah, much like ushers, uh, if you dance on a pole, that'll make you a hoe. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. progressive. Yeah. I don't mind. When I first <laughs> heard that song, I thought that it was about, I didn't notice the pole part and thought it was about like dating a lady executive. <laughs> I was like, I don't care if you're successful. I don't girl, care if there's a power dynamic that's me. not normal. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it still is that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this song also this was my this was our entrance music um when I did uh when I did duo improvisation for a long time with I Eat Pandas. So it'd be what we always walked out to. Um because it got things pumped up. But I and so I'm on this dating app where you have to have you have like a song attached to your profile. Oh my god. Yeah. And for a while at um at the Late Late Show, everybody was kind of Obsessed with those of us on staff who were on this app. I know this app, yeah. Yeah, it's Raya. Yeah. Um, and it's and so the especially the dudes who were like married were like, let me help you with your profile. Let me help you. No, you can't, you can't get rid of those pictures. That's the wrong song. That's the wrong song. Um, and I considered this song. I was like, oh, this is the song. And then Ian Carmel was like, yeah, great. I mean, except for um, Austin Powers. And I was like, what? And he's like, oh yeah, that song's from Austin Powers. And I was like. It is. Oh, I didn't know that. Which movie? I thought it was cool. I don't know. Maybe I three. Know. <laughs> um, I might have dropped off with the franchise a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. And the, well, honestly, not a bad idea, though, because then you can weed out guys that are like, hey, you're cute. I love Austin Powers. Uh, you know, you can weed those guys right out quickly. It's kind of like a great, that song's like a filter. Yeah. I don't know. What am I? I'm looking at, it looks like a. Uh, gold member are we talking the spy who shagged me i mean i'm acting like i'm not an austin powers fan but i know uh, all the names of the movies uh i don't see it on there maybe ian carmel was just mistaken yeah maybe he was and he just wanted to ruin my profile <laughs> so that i wouldn't find True my dream love. man um yeah the, those were weird days nobody uh nobody liked my pics what did you end up putting um, I go back and forth between two songs, between um, uh, Stepping Out by Joe Jackson and Hold Me Now by the Thompson Twins. Wait, Stepping Out, the song that Tony Danza and Judith Light danced to one time on the show? How does no, it go? No, no, that's, this I guess is Step In Out. Um, it's Oh, I really thought that was a song. I thought that was a song that Tony and um, Angela danced to There's one time. There's an older one called Stepping Out, which I would assume is probably theirs. It's way more up to Tony Danza's. Oh, well, I put my phone on airplane or I'd be able to chat. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I, I think this is a, it's a solid choice for your pre-show. People, yeah, people are grabbing those bags of popcorn. They're excited. The show, it's going to be great. Yeah, I probably should have ordered mine more in like how you were doing it, where pump up and then it kind of chills out and then it kind of gets your attention for the show to start. This next one, I would say, is more of the something I'd play thirty minutes before showtime. Oh, sort of a walking in. Oh, this is fun kind of thing. My next song is um, "Poker Face" by Lady Gaga. Oh. you feel like you're at a party kind of once it gets going yeah you know so i wanna hold them like they do in texas please fold them let them hit me raise it baby stay with me all right we all know it right so her first big jam, I think, was maybe the year before with Just Dance. Yes, that was her I first big jam. Ju- Just Dance for this. Yeah. So Just that. Dance is great. And I remember liking it a lot and being like, but who is this? Mm-hmm. Like, are we ready for a new huge pop star? Like, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. is this, who is this person? And will she stick around? Or is she yeah. going to ting ting on it? Exactly. Is she going to, yes, that's perfect. Um, but 
I really, she sold me with Poker Face. Like yeah. when Poker Face came out, I was like, this is great. I love this. And so this is probably something. She had the more bows, the chorus the is like, if you're thinking of the chorus, like, carry it my, like it's so fun, you know? Yeah, so, she's like, look, I can sing and I can produce. Yes, yes. Or pick good production. Yeah, because at the time, like, honestly, I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is, especially because you're like a singer, I don't know if this is going to be controversial. I don't think Katy Perry has a very good like singing voice. Whoa. Like technical singing voice. Like, and care. obviously neither does Britney. But like, wow. then, well, like, no. but they're but wonderful pop stars. They've got styles. Yeah, they're pop, but they're it's good like, pop stars. It's like not not all movie stars are good actors. Yes. But you know what you're going to get. Right. They got a flavor. And like, they Rihanna is somebody who I think her voice has improved. But I saw her sing live when she was first big on The View, and it sounded like the time I was on your balcony and we thought we heard a cat being murdered by a hyena. Like it's, Which time? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it like, so I remember being like, oh, this is so refreshing that this is like a woman who can dance and who has like the look, quote unquote, and also has like a pretty good voice, you mm-hmm. know? So I probably would have promoted her music. Yeah. I think oh, I try to help make you her. You would have helped her out? Yeah, I think I was helping her career out yeah. pretty much by piping her music into 20-person attended comedy shows in basements all throughout New York in the late 20s. Well, aughts. The well, in the early and mid aughts, she was in New York uh, at school at NYU performing in yeah um, at, in the West Village at like the bitter end cafe. and stuff definitely, like that. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely a bitter end. I performed there. I was in a band. Really? Yeah. Um, this was before sticker this was book. My, no, this oh. was before sticker book. This is when I first got to New York. I got hired to be a backup singer in a band. Ooh. Yeah. Um, that had a label and everything, and I eventually got fired from uh the label, but they. Also, um, and that band is the Ting Tings. Yep, it is. Oh no, my it's god! Not. But what was gross <laughs> was that there were three backup singers, and we each had a different look, which was not what I, I did not realize that it was part of why I got hired. Wait, that's so. And weird. my look was being the like very skinny girl, oh. which is not also how my body normally is. Um, so they were really hard on me when I would eat. Like, like and Eliza, the mm. label rep would be like, "Maybe enough for you." We kind of already have a heavy girl, so yeah. Th- seriously, we, this dessert. girl has the knockers. This girl has the ass. You're the skinny gothy girl. Oh, and uh, I was like, "What?" I thought it was because of my pretty voice, and they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, right." <laughs> that's so crazy. I just saw Hall and Oates. Side note: at um, Staples Center back in nice. Uh, what month is it right now? September, mm-hmm. and um, they had a ba- backup singer who was eight and three quarter months pregnant. Like they had a backup. I mean, she was just good. Did she get to sit down? No, she was standing the whole time. Dang. Yeah. I'm sorry. And it wasn't, I'm sorry. It wasn't Hall and Oates' backup singer. It was Tears for Fears backup singer. Ooh. Yeah. She's like almost about to pop. Wow. Yeah. Tears for Fears. More hits than you think. So many more. So many more. I was like, oh, everybody wants to rule the world. Who cares? Mm-hmm. They have so many hits. Yeah. Um, I didn't Shout. know that Mad World is their, yep. is their song because I you think of the Donnie Darko remix mm-hmm. that, or, or cover mm-hmm. that somebody did. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt that. So she, yes, I always heard that she was like writing pop songs, Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. for big stars before she became one herself. That's Same apparent. with Bruno Mars. Yeah, and, apparently true. Most of them. Yeah. Supposedly Charlie Puth, but I don't know if I buy that. Poof, poof. <laughs> um, not a fan. Um, but I do like his music. Yeah, Just don't like the person. Um, and what was I thinking of? Oh, yes, her. Do you remember when she was on Boiling Points, the MTV um, uh, prank show? Have I you seen the clip? I'm very familiar with Boiling Points. I remember the clip circulating. Yeah. I think I saw it. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens. You know, sometimes you're just a, a college kid getting pranked. On an MTV prank show. Oh, yeah. And then a couple of years later, you're getting a VMA. Oh, I mean, my husband and I were on a hidden camera show where we threw a fit, had a public fight with each other, and I threw wine in his face. Were you hired to do that? Yes. Or that a, oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So, wow. like, <laughs> that's going to resurface. <laughs> wow. What? Uh, oh. It was called Restaurant Stakeout. <laughs> and I got a ton of people from like high school writing me being like, I just saw you on restaurant stakeout. Is everything okay? Like wait, people, but they must've seen, they red. truly thought that they, that we just were like caught having a huge public fight. Oh wait, at this so show. the show framed it as though you were just people yes. that they caught. Yes. No. Yeah. Oh, that's so not fun. Well, I mean, they kind of did like the, the whole thing is to test the manager to see yeah. if the manager's taking care of things. Okay. The so right if way. they had really paid attention to the show, they could have, they would have yeah. noticed like, Oh, you're, yeah, you're just part of the trials. Yeah. I think people are really stupid. So they were writing me being like, is I everything think, okay with you and Jared? I, I was f- like, yeah, we're good. I feel like that checks out. People are pretty stupid. Yeah. 
and yeah. check out. Just take a quick look around right now. <laughs> well, I think we made a great playlist. We did. I think uh, if you're in 2008, you can go ahead and pop this in, play it right before your uh, your show, and people are going to be jazzed and I'm going to wager and say if you're in 2017, 18, you can do that. Whoa. Come on. I don't know. Not all of them. I feel like them. it would be a totally Not different list. Not all of them. You would, would be a totally like, different list. Take out single ladies and take out maybe a couple of others, but like some of them are fun. They're bangers. Keep them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we'll post the playlist so you guys can download it and listen to it uh, at your leisure if you'd yeah. like. Kara, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. Where can people find you? I am Kara uh, Clank. It's all K's anywhere you think there might be a C. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Uh, that's me on Instagram. That's me on Facebook, website, Twitter, the whole nine. Find right. me there. Check also, it. I run a show every single Monday mm-hmm. at the uh, UCB Sunset in Los Angeles called If You Build It, Mondays at 8.30. There you go. Check her out. Um, and uh, keep checking me out here. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Eliza Skinner. You can follow the podcast at, at Cool Playlist Pod. You can also find our website at coolplaylistpod.com. And you can find links to all the playlists we make and anything we talk about and our Patreon. We don't have advertisers, so we rely on Patreon co-producers like you. The theme music is by Ross Bryant. The art and logo is by D. Billy at Duchess and the Queen Studio. And the podcast is produced by cool DJ Aristotle Acevedo. Oh, and you can always rate and review us on iTunes. Everybody loves that. Bye. Bye.